Welcome to the What's Your Drive podcast, where we talk all things Hirschbach and the trucking industry. Join us each week as we talk about news, safety, industry topics, tips and tricks, and more. And now your host, Bianca Sanchez. Hello, and welcome back to the What's Your Drive podcast. It's your host, Bianca Sanchez, and I am here with Sergio Rojas. He is our wellness director here at Hirschback. And we're going to talk today about um, stress and emotional well-being and some of the other things that um, have been impacting all of us with this crisis that's going on right now. So welcome, Sergio. Thank you, Bianca. Always great to be here. Ah, yes. You're uh your content that you're putting out is keeping me sane right now, Sergio. Yeah, we all need a little bit of something to help us. So. <laughs> it is a stressful time right now with um, the coronavirus and COVID-19. Um, and Hirschback recently set up a hotline to assist with anyone who might be encountering um, symptoms of COVID-19 and kind of helping to support um, what's and, and your team, the wellness team, has been overseeing that. So, what what's been what have you been seeing out there in the world, in the trucking world? Well, um, we've been seeing so many different things. I think, as everybody, you know, experiencing some levels of stress. We do know that people on the front lines, when you think about our healthcare workers, they're at higher risk because they're, you know, taking care of a lot of people with symptoms and that have been confirmed. And I think our drivers are feeling some of that stress as well because they're interacting with people and they're picking up and dropping off loads. They're fueling their trucks. So there's nervousness out there for sure. Um, you know, and, we, and we're trying to be as proactive as possible. And we've really done a lot of, you know, um, things we can do to help our drivers stay educated, stay aware, stay safe. Um, but again, when a driver starts to feel symptoms and they get nervous of, you know, how are they going to be able to drive home? If they drive home, are they going to be with their family? Are they allowed to be with their family? Um, can they get tested? Some places are not letting them get tested yet because they don't have enough of the symptoms or their fever isn't high enough. So it's just a challenging, challenging time. And I think the more people can just be supportive and be out there, be a good ear and listen and have good information to help guide our drivers and anybody uh, going through kind of the stress situations is to be helpful. So, what we're seeing with the uh, with the hotline is people, you know, starting to experience some symptoms and getting really nervous. Um, sometimes we get to medical facilities and not being tested. Uh, we've been using human resources as well as ourselves and saying, "Look, these are essential services. We need them tested." And in most ca- or many cases, we've been able to get them pushed through to get tested. So that's been helpful. Um, but we're just seeing all kinds of different scenarios going on, and every case is different. Well, and I know that, you know, drivers already have a a stressful occupation and this is adding a little bit more stress to it. And one of the things that you and your team have also been doing is is sending out um, some information on how to help relieve stress and improve emotional well-being. And I know personally that, you know, I'm a I'm an extrovert, you know, for me, when I come into the office every day, I, I enjoy being around my coworkers. I enjoy spending time talking with drivers and reaching out. And this has been hard on me. And I can't imagine what it's like for some of our other staff members and especially our drivers. What are some ways that we can kind of help alleviate stress or 
bring a little bit more peace of mind in our day-to-day lives? Yeah, I think there's so many things that come into play. And I think the biggest thing I think is perspective. We always have a choice of how we see things in the world. And, you know, acknowledging that this is a real stressor in our life and, and accepting that, hey, this is a challenging and different time um, is really, really critical. But how do we choose to uh, perceive it and, and look at it? And while it's challenging on so many levels, if you're losing your job or um, if your fa- family member is sick, um, you know, there are things to find. There's always a light in the darkness, I think. And it's just helping people find it, right? So, you know, in our case, here at Hirschbach, we uh, are beyond blessed in many ways. One, that we have a lot of work and, and we're busier than ever. So we have jobs. So if you if you have a job and you're busy, then that's something to be super grateful for. Um, you know, being connected to community, if a lot of our office staff are working from home. I think drivers are used to working from home, so their stresses are, are working alone or in isolation, so their stresses are different. Their stresses are if they get symptoms, can they come home? You know, they're, they're nervous. Now I can't even come home even for those few days that I do come home. Um, and now because they're being asked to work or because they're working and trying to provide, they're being in touch, you know, in truck stops and now the truck stops being cleaned properly and disinfected properly. When it comes to the office staff, you know, when you're working from home, the challenges are, again, is that isolation. Like you, I'm an extrovert. I enjoy being around people. Um, luckily, I have two wild and funny and crazy kids and a wife that keep me company. And so in, in a sense, it's been a pure joy being home and being around my kids, even though I'm working really long hours, at least I get to see them. And I take 30-minute breaks probably four or five times a day because I'm working 12, 13-hour days. Um, to spend quality time with them and do things with them, whether we go take a walk or we work on a puzzle together. Uh, but if you're home and you're alone, you know, I think really connecting to people. One, knowing that you are connected to a greater purpose, as I mentioned earlier, the perspective of like, we are helping people um, by delivering food around the country. We are helping our truck drivers stay employed and, you know, be, a, be of service to them so they can continue being the backbone of this country. And, you know, we're stepping up in, in a challenging time. So as hard as this is, knowing that you are serving a greater purpose, I think, really helps with managing some of the stress and knowing that you're part of a community. So, you know, all of us directors create um, daily meetings with our team. And some of them are fun. Like, you know, we, the first few days of working from home, there were a lot more to catch up on. But this is now we're finishing our second week of working from home. So by today's meeting, why we we all dressed in Halloween costumes just to be funny, right? <laughs> and you know we all kind of do funny things in our meeting, in my own department team meeting um, with my staff, and we're just kind of we tell jokes or we you know one of our um, employees or staff, our team members has uh, taxidermy of a bear behind her, and you know it looks like the bear's going to jump on her. So we you know we just make little jokes and stay engaged socially as much as possible as well. And I think that's really, really, really important to do is to schedule those like Zoom calls with friends and family. And as much as that's not the same as engaging with face-to-face, you know, again, I think collaborating with neighbors and friends to 
do social distancing, you know, social gatherings, whether you're walking together and staying six feet apart. We see a lot of neighbors doing that here where different neighbors will walk together, but they stay six or seven feet apart and then they just talk from a distance, but they're walking together. And there's a difference there also. And I think that's super important to have that real human connection on that level. Still not as much hugging, but if you have pets, if you have, uh, you know, you if you are living under family members, you can hug the crap out of them too, you know, which is important. Now, I, I know one of the, you mentioned drivers being stressed about if I'm going on home time, can I actually really go home? I'm afraid to possibly bring an infection home to my family. So a lot of them are spending more time on the road than they ever have in the past. What are some good tips for them on helping to, you know, relieve some stress or help with that emotional well-being of, of being out longer than they normally are? Yeah, so I think this isn't, this isn't just for truck drivers. I think that, you know, having a goal. Um, you know, when you acknowledge your stressor, um, you know that this is a stressful situation, knowing that it's not permanent, um, and then creating um, a goal. And, you know, when it comes to stress, there's things you can control and things you can't. So you always have to kind of a differentiate other things. What are the things you can control and what are the things you can't? So to me is when you start really identifying those, that be, starts to actually lessen the stress. The more things that we have upon us that we can't control, that starts to raise anxiety when you have stresses that are just happening that there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so that's when self-care becomes even more important. And what I mean by self-care is doing something that helps you grow mentally, whether you want to learn a new language or learn an instrument or um you know, watch a certain documentary series on a subject that you're really passionate about. So finding something that you can really focus on to distract the stresses that are around you um, is really, really important. Spending time in nature, we have seen a plethora of science that really backs up what this does to blood pressure, what it does to um, the oxygenation of the brain, what it does for balancing hormones and regulating hormones and digestion, just by spending time in nature. So if you have time where you can just take a walk for 20 minutes a day, it's really, really important, ideally twice a day. Um, doing movements like stretching and some light squats and things to keep your body active and mobile so circulation is going, so your oxygen demand is increased. Uh, those are all the things that are really going to help. And I think on, a, on another level, final level, some people think this is kind of woo stuff, but again, a lot of science behind this using some form of guided meditations or visualization exercises that you can do to restore the way the brain processes information, I think is really important as well. So there's things you can do like a relaxation, um, like a muscle relaxation, breath work and visualization. You can do a um, guided meditation to a vacation spot you enjoy and what it does for your brain. Sometimes when you really get into that breathing and you follow that breathwork, your brain doesn't know the difference if you're just imagining or if you're really there. So you produce positive reinforcement and positive hormones and, and thoughts in your mind and body, and it helps you to relax and get rid of some of the anxiety, tension, and stress. Because if it's chronic and it goes on and you, and you let your mind stay there and you think about it, the damage is a lot bigger than people think. It's a downward spiral, and we really want to avoid that. Absolutely. I love those tips. Are there any 
good apps that you can recommend for like, you know, guided meditation or the breathing? Any, any recommendations? Yeah, I always say go to the best place to start is YouTube. I mean, there's definitely apps like 10% Happier. There's Awake. Um, those are really good apps um, that have good guided, medita- <clears throat> guided meditation. But I think YouTube is wonderful um, because it also has the visual. So, you know, you can kind of just almost stare at the screen if you have a little, you know, notepad or I- I- an iPad or something like that or a computer screen or even your phone. Um, some of them will have visuals that really are helpful as well, but then they have all, all kinds of audio guided meditations. And you can say, type in guided meditation for stress release or guided meditation for positive thinking, or there's a lot of, and so many come up and some will resonate with you and some won't, but the more you experiment with it, everybody's different and everybody's going to resonate with something slightly different. And that's kind of, I think the easiest and best way to start. Well, YouTube is definitely an easy access one. I'll, I'm going to have to go look some of these up myself. I need some, I need some guided meditation at home right now. Uh, with um, now, you one of the things I know I've seen posted is you know get get up, get moving, do some exercise, and you have some good YouTube videos I've seen. Um, and what your Vitality by Sergio is that what they can look you up? Yeah, my YouTube channel is Vitality by Sergio, as well as my Facebook, and there's a lot of videos on there as well. So. Fantastic. I even created a uh, in-home workouts with Sergio for people who want to do stuff in-home. Um, when I just put a lot of different, like, why I work out, and I'll record it live, and I'll put, their, I'll put that on there. It's a free resource for people just to have workouts they can follow as if I was there with them doing it. So, oh, Fantastic. Um, one of, and we, we talked about this a few minutes ago with the, um, having the hotline, um, for folks who worry that they might be exposed. Um, are there any other recommendations that you have, um, maybe online resources or somewhere we can point people to, um, for them to kind of do some reading or research or finding out something, any, any kind of references that we want to point folks to? Yeah, I mean, I think there's always the government ones, right? The coronavirus.org, um, there's World Health Organization. I think those are important ones to kind of look at as well. Um, just being careful of some of the false information people are putting out there. So I really try to stick to mainly those two um, to get as much information as possible. And I also like to look at your um, European resources. Um, so the BBC um, always has very up-to-date information and it's less politicized than what we have here in our country. So um, just to get something that's less politicized sometimes, I think it's, it's very important because as we know, the mainstream media on both left and right are going to bias the information towards their political agenda. So I really try to minimize any Fox or CNN stuff. I just kind of stick to the government websites and then the BBC, I think is really helpful as well. Now we, um, we put these wonderful little, um, driver appreciation packs and, and sanitation packs together. And we put them at the terminals for the drivers. And one of my favorite pieces in those packs um, was our, our little postcard that had some tips on it um, and information. And I, I think it's good, you know, we all have heard, um, you know, sanitize your hands, wash your hands, wear a mask, you know, sanitize surfaces. But I, I love that on here, we also talk about ways to boost your immune system to kind of help you 
uh, if you're exposed so that it's not, your immune system's not so taxed. Do you mind talking about some of those ways that people can help boost their immune system? Oh, absolutely. Um, so there's a few things. I think fruits and vegetables always have the micronutrients that people need to help boost their immune system. Minimizing the amount of refried uh, and the refined sugar, so refined sugar and like fried foods and stuff like that, because that really beats down the immune system. Um, doing deep, slow breathing is probably one of the most powerful tools you can do to boost the immune system. So just a few times a day, really take two minutes, three minutes just to slow the breath down is really, really important. If you go on YouTube and look diaphragmatic breathing, um, there's lots of videos on just how to do that specifically, but tons of slow, deep breathing. And there's different types of techniques that help a lot. We'll really boost the immune system. Sleep. Uh, sleep is one of the things that's deeply connected to the immune system. And, you know, in the trucking industry, it's an extra challenge, right? So drivers have different schedules on different days. The pickup times are sometimes in really odd hours. So having sleep hygiene is really, really important. So how am I going to help get myself, to, even if I know I can't sleep seven or eight hours, I only have five and a half hours. How am I going to get that deep quality sleep that I get at least an hour and a half of REM and an hour and a half of deep state sleep, which is the minimum of what you really want on those. So, you know, cutting out your caffeine at least six hours before bedtime is really important. Cutting off screen time an hour before bedtime. And if you have a screen, switch it to a night vision where it's no blue light, there's all red light. Um, or you can get blue light blocking glasses. That'll help as well. Um, doing some form of exercise or movement several times throughout the day, even if it's just two to four minutes at a time, really helps to switch the hormones necessary to for recovery. So then that's going to help you get deeper quality sleep as well. Um, so again, that's really, really tied to our immune system. Um, hydration, having proper hydration. When you dehydrate the body, you start to really break down your, your T cells, which is your immune system cells. So staying hydrated is really important. So again, as drivers drink a lot of caffeine sometimes, we've shown drivers that if you switch to more fruits and vegetables, take a quality vitamin, you'll have the energy. You won't need as much caffeine. I'm from Colombia. I love coffee. It's in my blood, but I only drink a couple cups a week just because I like the taste. I don't need the caffeine. So, but understanding that caffeine is going to dehydrate you. So the more caffeine you have, the more regular water you need. So, you know, with trucking, we've found and learned so much. So if you're really looking for that 64 to 80 ounces of water, you know, if you're, you don't want to do too many stops. And that's why a lot of drivers don't drink enough water. So we recommend, and we learned this from drivers, you know, if you have two 16-ounce bottles of water, that's 32, so that's half of your water right there. 30 to 45 minutes before you arrive at your pickup or your drop-off, then you start drinking those two bottles. So you know you're going to be there for one to three, four hours sometimes. So that's when you'll go to the bathroom because you started drinking it 30 to 45 minutes before you got there. And then the same thing at the end of your day. I'm going to be stopping for the end of my day in about an hour, 45 minutes. Now I'm going to start drinking those second two bottles of water. And there you have your 64 ounces of water without needing to do the bathroom breaks or pulling over for them, you know. And this is why it's important to have a wellness director that understands the trucking industry. That is, <laughs> that's a, that's a great tip. I, uh, fantastic. Kind of blew my mind there, Sergio. Um, well, you know, it's, I would love to take credit for it, but, uh, you know, I'm not a truck driver. I, you know, got to spend some time with truck drivers, yeah. spent the night in a truck with a truck driver, but, um, you know, we learn from them and it's yeah. been a collaboration between our drivers to help build this wellness program the way we have. So I'm beyond grateful for what they do and for their help 
in developing our program. Well, that's fantastic. Now you mentioned exercise um, being important. What are what are a couple just few quick tips that can just help improve like their level of exercise? I, I know we've I've seen before like just get out and walk around the truck. Are there any other quick exercise tips recommendations? Absolutely. So we, what do we teach is that um, we know that ninety to ninety five percent of people don't like to work out. They don't like really good. They don't really like exercise. But everybody likes to move and feel better and feel more youthful and pain-free. So the more you move, the more you'll do that. And we found that if you can move for two to four minutes, about three or four times a day, your body starts to change its biochemistry and you increase your circulation and you feel more positive. So we just ask yourself, try two or four minutes of movement and then ask yourself at the end, do I feel better, same or worse? And if you feel better, you're going to be prone to do that more. And then all of a sudden, you're saying, instead of four minutes, I, I feel good. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to do six or eight minutes. And without even thinking about it, sometimes you do 10 or 15 minutes. And we've had so many drivers that just started that way and now do 25, 35, 45-minute workouts because they love it. Not because it's a chore, but it's a gift of movement. And when we talk about movement, we're saying there's a couple of different types. Walking is one. And I'll never tell somebody not to walk because walking is really good for you. But as far as changing the biochemistry in your body, um, you need to increase your heart rate a little bit and your oxygen demand. So we think walk at a fast or brisk pace. That'll help a little bit more than just regular walking. Um, do a few squats, sitting down, standing up, maybe 10 times. Do some punches. Do a few stretches. So we know that squatting, stretching, brisk walks, and like a plank exercise are probably the, most affo- the four most effective types of movement. And then dancing, any type of dancing, but not a lot of people like to dance or are willing to dance. But heck, if you're in your truck by yourself, dance up a storm. You're at home working by yourself, dance up a storm. Because dancing not only changes your biochemistry in your brain and your mood, it uses all three planes of motion and your body moves so fluidly. So it's really, really good for you. Oh, fantastic tips. I know we have been doing these little little 10-minute movement and exercise workouts before our afternoon um, team meeting and it has just in 10 minutes, it kind of kicks my butt. I, uh, my <laughs> legs were sore from the squats yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do, I need to start working out more, but that, <laughs> it's effective. You know, just 10 minutes is effective. Yeah, it really is. It's amazing how it doesn't take as much as people think. And people have this preconceived notion of uh, past experiences that you got to work out for 30 minutes or an hour and you got to go to a gym and you got to, and you don't. You just have to move, and we have to move a lot more. We're spending as a society way too much time sitting down. And you know, I have a standing desk at home. I have a standing desk in the office. I stand at least seventy-five percent of the time. You know, and it's just a better thing for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, one of the things we haven't talked about yet, and some folks listening might not know much about, um, you know, what the wellness program is and what your team does for the company you know, outside of the, the the crisis we've got going on right now. I know you guys have been very focused on that, but can you tell us a little bit about the wellness program itself? Yeah, so we do wellness coaching, right? And uh, our drivers experience a wellness workshop. Right now we have it all um, virtual and digital, but we teach several um, micro habits or, or we call vitality self-care skills that help fight cancer, diabetes, heart disease, dementia, and prolong life. And there's small little things you do in the construct of your day. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. It's just eating more mindful, um, paying attention and eating slower and asking yourself, do I feel better, same or worse? 
because the mind is smarter. It, it can trick us to, hey, I want that food because I crave it. Well, that's just the sugar, the salt, and fat. But if you pause and slow down, the subconscious mind says, no, this doesn't make me feel as good, so I'll eat less of this. And it's okay to have junk food once in a while. We all love a good cheeseburger and fries um, or a good slice of pizza, but how often and how much? So we're coaching drivers on a very holistic approach to just how can I be more effective every day and feel better every day and improve my sleep. And each driver has such different situations, whether how often they go home, what their schedule is of driving, what their beliefs are about food and exercise and um, health. So we just coach each driver individually via the phone and we spend a year with each driver. And and initially it starts at weekly, but then it goes to every other week and every three weeks. So after a few months, it's like every two to three weeks that we're calling them. And they can call us anytime if they have specific questions, but we just kind of check in. We find out what their goals are. How can we help them improve? And what's been amazing is that we've helped, I would say, over 100 drivers get off medications. We've helped wow. drivers that never got a two-year CDL to get two-year CDLs. Wow, we've had amazing. dozens of drivers lose over 100 pounds. And the cool thing to me is that they didn't lose 100 pounds in a year with us. They lost 40, 50, 60, or 70. But because we taught them micro habits, it stuck with them. It wasn't like a diet and then went back to old pattern. They actually have continued on their own and lost another 40, 50, 60, 70 on their own. And that to me is the joy that they didn't need us to do it. We kind of give them and empower them Mm -hmm. that they have the strength and the will and and, and the knowledge how to do it themselves. It's just guiding them that for for a year. So we do that. We give them a starter kit um, that the, the drivers actually designed for us. When we started four years ago, we didn't give the drivers anything. We just say, why don't you try something like this or try something like this? And like, well, it's two and a half months into coaching. They still haven't bought anything we recommended. So they said, why don't you create something for us to start a kit you recommended? So we give them a blender, a Nutribullet blender. We give them a scale so they can weigh themselves every few weeks or once a month. Um, they get exercise bands or a dumbbell. They get um, some uh, meal replacement shakes that help you know stay nourished and keep the blood glucose normal. Uh, we give them vitamins to help them just kind of detoxify their body and nourish their body. It's, it's amazing how a driver in two or three days are drinking a shake and taking vitamins. I mean, literally, in two or three days, they notice the difference. It's pretty crazy. So it's pretty awesome to see. I love it. I love hearing those success stories. And I, there is a Facebook group, uh, Healthy Hirschpackers, and I see quite a few posts in there. And uh, I love I love seeing all the success stories. It's fantastic. Yeah, and again, that's that was created by the drivers in the program. They wanted mm-hmm. to create something that they can support each other in a community where they can share each other's recipes and share different ideas for stress management and exercise. And it's nice that drivers hear that stuff from other drivers and just from health coaches. And that gives it more, I think, power and belief for the drivers because I could, they could sit there and listen to me all day, but they're like, yeah, well, I'm never going to be like Sergio. Uh, but when they see other drivers doing it and they're encouraged by the drivers, I think that's the difference that makes a difference. That's the big one. So I'm excited that they came up with that idea and that we created a nice resource for them to be able to support each other there. Absolutely. Is there, um, is there anything else that you would like to add to this episode on, on well-being? Um, I think I'll say a couple of things. One to the drivers. Uh, thank you for what you do. We are beyond grateful. And Hirschbach is probably one of the most conscious companies I've ever met. We have an amazingly conscious, kind, proactive leadership that I'm so proud to be a part of um, this organization. Uh, so we're here for you. We're a resource if you have any issues. 
talk to your DM. If you're having health issues with symptoms or something with coronavirus, please have your DM give you the, uh, or you can call myself or you, Bianca, and mm-hmm. we'll give you the COVID hotline phone number. Um, but know that you're part of something bigger. Know that what you're doing is helping our country and we have your back. And, but just stay positive. And if you're really struggling, reach out. Somebody will help you, will guide you, and will coach you through um, the stressors because we do have a lot to be grateful for. I think just being in this country by itself, just, hey, I have my two feet in the United States of America, is a reason to be grateful for. Um, you know, I was born in South America. My parents moved us here, and I can never thank them enough because of the opportunities I've been given by just being here. Um, and the freedoms and the safety and stuff compared to other places in the world. So perspective is key. Take care of your health. If you want to join the wellness program, reach out to the wellness department. Um, we will get you enrolled. We'll get you routed in to get your starter kit. We want to help you guys. So please reach out. And then to the people in the office staff, um, again, know that you're part of something bigger. There's people out here that are willing to communicate with you on a social level. Um, and if you feel isolated, you know, use the resources that we're providing you. Make sure you're doing things to take care of your health because the chemistry of our brain, when you're feeding it chemicals that aren't recognized as food, you are causing added stress. And if you feel stressed out and you're eating a bag of Cheetos and a soda, you are creating more stress without even realizing it because you get this dopamine rush that makes the stress go away for a few seconds. But in reality, you end up worse. That's a downward spiral you have to be careful for. So um, same thing if you're at Hirschbach and you work in the offices, but you're working at home and you're having struggles, reach out to the uh, wellness department. We will help guide you along and support you in anything that we can do. And then for those out there that are not at Hirschbach, not not part of the Hirschbach family, but just listening, uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And if you want a great place to work, (laughs) give us a call. I'm not a recruiter, but... You know, I think we're an amazing, amazing organization. Um, But thanks for everybody who's out there just supporting each other and being positive and proactive versus pointing fingers and creating a lot of negativity with, you know, politicizing stuff. I think the country needs a lot of positive and proactive people to support each other. So that's what I got to say. I could not agree more. That is all fantastic words of advice. And I I 100% agree. Thank you to everybody for doing such an amazing job and, and everybody being all in. That's one of the things I think we've all proven over the last few weeks is that we're all drivers, office staff, management, everybody, we're all in. And I think it's fantastic. Well, absolutely. thank you, Sergio, for taking the time to talk with us today. I appreciate it. And you have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you. You do the same. Thanks for listening to the What's Your Drive podcast. We'd sure appreciate it if you subscribe or share the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review. And if you'd like to see more, stop by our website at whatsyourdrive-podcast.com. While you're there, leave us some feedback on the show and share your future topic ideas. Roll safe, everyone.